Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, (laughs) journaling, waiting, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy target. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like, instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate and supportive environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for checking out this episode of the Healing Path podcast We're going to talk today about a post uh, from last summer, 2021, that's entitled, Where Are You Headed? It's intentionally light. Um, I don't know about you all, but it has been kind of a crazy week. And um, I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. But here's the post. It's called, Where Are You Headed? When it comes to goals and plans, it seems we all have plenty. Plans for our families, homes, work, and lives are talked about, thought about, and written down. When we catch up with our friends or family, we often exchange plan updates with them. For example, quote, last time I saw you, I was trying to accomplish X, but have since decided to move in this other direction, unquote. And then they reciprocate by providing their own plan updates. But what if you don't know where you're headed? Sometimes a current situation, be it health, family, financial, or professional becomes prickly. What used to feel settled and cozy is no longer comfortable. It becomes unsustainable. And over time, if left unchecked, even unbearable. When this happens, the imagination starts to engage. And it becomes clear that we're at some kind of a crossroads and an action or change is needed. It's the voice that we all have that's trying to speak to us in ways that we can hear, even if we're not necessarily listening. So how do we know what to do next if we don't have that plan all sorted out? Should we sit tight in the discomfort we're now feeling? The devil we know is better than the devil we don't. (laughs) Love that one. That is one of the best rationalizations I've ever heard and is sometimes true, by the way. Somewhere between knowing it's time to act, quote, I must do something differently, and getting clear on the plan, quote, but I have no idea what to do, unquote, the momentum needed to kick it into gear (laughs) just stalls out. And it's easy to pursue a goal that's clear, but it is not easy to plan when the destination has not yet been revealed. My suggestion do it anyway. (laughs) The prickly pushing and discomfort must be honored, even when we don't know what it means. Just because it's not clear where we're going does not mean we should stay on the path 
we know is no longer good for our journey. I've experienced this very obstacle of getting stuck between insight and action so many times, but never really had the words to describe it. Then I heard a quote from Dr. Michael Beckwith, and now I do have the words. When change comes a calling, Michael Beckwith says, quote, first, the pain will push you, then the vision will pull you, unquote. In other words, not having a plan is not an indication that it's not time to act, but more of an invitation to listen to the discomfort, be aware and, and stay alert for the vision that does eventually reveal itself. Then watch how that vision starts to really pull you. Because at first, again, without the vision, you're just, you know, you know, you're feeling a little uncomfortable. You're feeling a little agitated. You're waking up in the night and hearing, you know, messages or getting intuitive hits on something to create or write or build or start or found or um, design. And so when we get these hits, that's when we start to have a vision that really starts to pull us in a direction. And I wrapped up the post by saying, in my experience, the vision always does pull us. It's just also true that in my experience, we don't always like it. So for what it's worth, um, that's the post called Where Are You Headed? So thank you for tuning into this episode of The Healing Path. And I wanted to share, there's another quote that I've heard since I wrote this um, last summer, which was that the B, and I don't know who to credit for this because I, I heard it, but I, I'm not sure who the author is, it's certainly not me, but it fits, is the bud of a flower doesn't imagine the bee. It just blossoms. And when the blossom comes, the bee shows up. So I don't know, that really resonated and I may be getting it a little bit wrong, but you get the idea. I think what I really want to communicate in this post and podcast is, look, if how else will we know it's time to make a change unless we're uncomfortable? When things are going great, that's not the time that we go, oh, I think I'll turn my life upside down. <laughs> it can only be when we're agitated and and not settled and we're not in our flow. We can feel that. We know because when we are in flow and we are there, things just work the way that, you know, we want them to. It's 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 an easy flow. We tap in and out. We're sleeping well. We're in balance. Great. But when we're ready to change or there's something that needs us to pay attention, that's when we're going to start getting feeling like, oh, I should be doing something else or, and it's the invitation is to open to that. I'm not saying everyone should do what I did because um, there was a lot of change in a very short period of time. But I am saying that we all have something calling to us. And again, if things are going great and you're good, you know, maybe not any reason to do anything differently. But if you're starting to feel like you don't fit or like you're getting ideas to create something again, a lot of it, a lot of this beginning um, vision will show up via creativity. And so you might you know, think of an app that you want to create or a new hobby or class that you want to take up. It's just when we start thinking outside of the box and everything outside the box is calling to us as well, I think that there's a misconception that 
if we're going to make change, we have to know where we're going to. And I promise that in my own experience, I did not have that happen. I did not need um, to know where I was going. I simply needed to recognize that the life that I was living and the ways I was living in that life were not in alignment with my core um, identity. So yeah, talk about an identity crisis, but in any event, you don't need to know where you're going. If you're having a hard time, if you're having a hard time in a job or a relationship, it it's not like, oh, I'll just stay here because this is better than, you know, the devil I don't know. It it's it's more than that. It's an invitation to at least challenge whatever the situation is, whether it's the relationship or the job or a contract of some kind. You want to challenge it. You want to make sure we talk about this a lot, but it still fits that it still fits the now you after losing, um, after losing, we'll just leave it at that. So thanks for tuning in again. It's a Friday. There have been a lot of, um, I feel at least in my own circles, there's been a lot of devastation and tragedy, um, lots of sadness, lots of grief. And I, I wish that I could say, you know, after grieving for so long that I feel like I, can jump right in and I know what to say and and I can help. And the fact is, every time something terrible happens um, to someone that I love, I, f- I honestly feel no more well-equipped um, to help them because I feel helpless. And so I just, I guess, wanted to share that. That's maybe a good idea for another poster podcast just to kind of talk about that. But um, I don't know if you're interested in that or you have other ideas, hit us up. Uh, at the website, lisamcfarland.com. The blog is called Rooted in Connection, just like the Aspen Grove. No, I don't live out West, but I plan to someday. So until next time, let's do our best to stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, I thank you sincerely for listening.